This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hey everyone, my name is Chris Lambert. On this channel, we talk Kanye West. And today we are talking this uh, story that Little Nas X refused to reveal how he got Kanye West to produce Industry Baby, <laughs> which is the next new big Little Nas X song. Uh, you may know him from Old Town Road and think, oh man, this guy's going to just be a one-hit wonder. But Little Nas X has uh, stayed on the horse, so to speak, and continued to make hit after hit. And Industry Baby, if you've seen any of the music video, this is one of the images I can show of it. Uh, has a Kanye West production. Take a Day Trip, who I got to interview for Forbes at one point, um, has produced most of Little Nas's X recent material, but them getting to partner with Kanye is kind of huge. Though partner, I'm sure they probably worked separately. But uh, people are just curious, you know, how did you work with Kanye? What role did Kanye have? And Little Nas X in this interview was a little mysterious about it. So he refuses to reveal how he got Kanye West to produce Industry Baby. Grammy winning, uh, the Grammy winning artist was asked about the Kanye contribution during a recent interview with Kerwin Frost, who simply asked how the collaboration happened. How did it happen? X responded. I actually can't tell you. I can't. Not yet, at least. When pressed about why he couldn't share any details, X said it was just a thing <laughs> and that he wanted to protect his connections. He did, however, shed some light on the experience with Kanye, applauding the Donda rapper uh, for his prolific and ever-evolving career. We talked. He's a pretty cool guy, super down-to-earth. He's super talented. It's so funny when young artists praise established artists. Just like, oh yeah, he's super talented. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's why he is where he is. <laughs> he showed me stuff. He's working on some great music. He got to hear Donda. I guess technically I got to hear Donda. We all got to hear Donda, but I want to hear more. It's nice to uh, work with somebody who's done that for so long. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet. Uh, so much longevity and still going, you know? Yeah, it is nice. It is nice. I, I guess from Little Nas's ex perspective, like you are new, you're just within your first few years of your career, and you wonder how much time you'll get, right? Because artists can have three years where they're like a huge hit and then disappear. They can have five, ten. The fact that Kanye has been doing what Kanye has been doing for nearly twenty years now and is still generating the huge response that he's generating. And cro like crossing generations, right? It's not just people in their 40s and 30s that came up with Kanye. It's people in their 20s, people that are in their teens, like that are still falling in love with Kanye's music. So yeah, that would be <laughs> inspirational for somebody at the beginning of their career. But, uh, you know, just why the mystery? You know, what's the story? And you can see down here in the comment section, where is it? Uh, Mad Respect here says they had the same manager. So that's it. <laughs> um, they're the same manager. Uh, and if you go to, uh, this is a link that somebody shares. And right at 29, he just says like, yeah, Kanye and I had the same manager. Um, like my manager used to be Kanye's manager. And, you know, that's how we kind of got hooked up. But Adam Lieber is who came up when I looked at Lil Nas X's manager. 
And all I could find between Kanye and Adam Lieber was the fact that Lieber used to manage Britney Spears. And there was a Twitter war between Kanye and Britney back in 2011, and Lieber commented on it. So I don't know if Lieber at any point has had any association with Kanye <laughs> or who else is on Lieber's like team if he just owns the company, if there's another manager that Little Nas X has that in my five minutes of research did not come up, <laughs> but uh, there's some connection through the management. Uh, and just to dive into this story real fast, if you're curious. So this happened when Ham came out in early 2011, before Watch the Throne had actually released. And Britney Spears also had Hold It Against Me as a single, and it came out as number one, with Ham being number two. And Kanye posted a message saying, Yo, Britney, I'm really happy for you, and I'm going to let you be number one. But me and Jay-Z's single is one of the best songs of all time, LOL. So like clearly having fun, making fun of the Taylor Swift debacle when he said, Taylor, I'm a really happy for you. I'm going to let you finish. And people really latched on to the word let. Oh, you're going to let Britney Spears have number one? Like you did nothing. This was all her. Which, yeah, like, you know, yeah. <laughs> and Adam Lieber here saying, thanks for letting us be number one. Much appreciated with the dry, like pissed off <laughs> tone and Wes had to actually like clarify saying on a serious note I'm truly happy for Avril Lavigne and Britney Spears no hate in 2011 which should have been the end of it uh after watching his beloved Chicago Bears advance with him one win of the Super Bowl over the weekend does Kanye love the Chicago Bears I've never I've never thought about Kanye liking football huh uh, West was upset to discover that sites such as MSNBC had reposted an Us Weekly story that claimed the rap star was trying to instigate a Twitter war with Britney. Yeah, right. Like Us Weekly posts this and MSNBC picks it up. MSNBC, what are you doing? Uh, so Kanye actually then <laughs> has to defend it. I thought LOL signified a joke. I didn't get the 2011 LOL doesn't signify a joke anymore memo. LOL or something else, I guess. I just saw the MSNBC said I tried to start a Twitter war with Britney. This shit takes the air out of my lungs sometimes from blogs and news reports. Enough already. All I do is focus on my work. There's a new lie every day, a new media spin. I never got a watch with my face on it. I guess that was a story. Kanye commissions a watch with his face on it. A company tried to give that to me nine years ago. I'm one of the most considerate people in real life. Maybe over-considerate, over-caring, overly real. Which, yeah, that has been said by people that have met Kanye, that he's just like very kind, very thoughtful, wants to know more about you as a person, is very interested in you, listens. Yeah. Uh, and then here, uh, there's no astronaut training for celebrity, even though this whole life is so outer space. I was actually surprised that a record as raw as ham could make it to number two on iTunes. How can you let someone be number one? Which is what people were saying to Kanye. And he's like, yeah, I'm well aware of that. That was the whole joke. I know intelligent people know this, so bear with me. When I said the comment about Britney, I was giving her props for being number one, not dissing her at all, but stop making it seem like my aim is to hurt or down people. That's just not my style. As pop stars, we're all in this shit together. We're on the inside of the TV. That's what a line, right? We are on the inside of the TV. If the media wants to make a story, just say I have atrocious spelling and terrible grammar. <laughs> if you don't give them a story, they just make one up. I'm just trying to focus and stay creative, keep bringing dope shit to the world. Yeah, so that was the one connection I could find between Kanye and Adam Lieber. But 
Uh, Little Nas X and Kanye had their first meeting back in 2019. Little Nas X appeared uh, when he was still in his, what was it called? Um, Old Town Road. <laughs> still in his cowboy Old Town Road phase. Uh, wearing the cowboy hat, he went to Sunday service along with a lot of other people and he got to stop the golf cart that Kanye and North were in and pose for a quick photo. And you could see him saying, Kim Kardashian, if you're reading this, please send me the picture of me and Kanye. And she followed up <laughs> uh, appropriately. So the tweets are still live. Um, I don't even know. Oh, KK Dub. Okay. Kim Kardashian West coming through. Okay. What a comment by me, you know? two, three, two years ago. Uh, and then here, just in 2020, I think this is at one of Kanye's uh, operas or something. Uh, you can see kind of like the robe with the necklace on. Uh, Little Nas X just kind of pulled up <laughs> and Kanye is posing for the photo. He's not smiling for the photo. He's there for the photo. And Little Nas X just kind of looking happy, like laying some elbow on Ye. And... Uh, that was another meeting. So two meetings within a year and now production on a song. But who knows what it's actually about <laughs> uh, or how like the more details about how it happened. Why Little Nas X feels like he has to be mysterious about this. Is it just the marketing? A Little Nas X, whatever you say about his music, I like the songs that I've heard. But whatever you say about his music, however you feel about his music, dude has been a genius marketer and i feel like just that's the question right how did you start working with kanye so refusing to answer it just being like oh i'm not going to tell you <laughs> just feels like kind of that mystery it gets people talking like oh how did he work with kanye how did he work with kanye so we'll see if this is actually something meaningful why he can't explain or is just kind of a pr stunt but if you were curious about this topic there's still not a lot of info but it seems like the quick answer is the manager connection but who exactly that is i still don't know maybe you do but i don't <laughs> uh and if you do know you know leave a comment speaking of which that's it for this video so if you're enjoying the channel and you want to support us the easiest way is to like subscribe or comment as any of those things tell youtube this is a channel people enjoy so then they show it to more people which goes a long way in helping us and then we also have our podcast Watching the Throne, a lyrical analysis of Kanye West. It is the thing we are most well known for. Uh, we are professional film critics and experts in narrative analysis. We co-wrote the Dissect Season 8 on Yeezus, uh, handling the lyrical analysis, uh, but deconstructing the narrative of that album. We explain movie endings and themes. I write novels and poetry. Travis is a journalist. Uh, we're good at what we do in terms of analysis. You have to deal with a lot of conversation and a lot of fluff because <laughs> it's all off the cuff in terms of the actual conversation. We don't have a script. We don't write anything down, even though we do prepare for each episode. So you might not like how talkative it is, but there are going to be some things in each episode that cause you to go, wow, I've never thought about it like that before. That's so cool. So I highly recommend checking out a few episodes here and there. We've covered all of college dropout, late registration, graduation. We're finishing up 808s and heartbreak. We have also covered Yay, Kidsy Ghost, and Jesus is King. When Donda comes out, we will start a season on Donda, but we are going right from 808s and Heartbreak to My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy in the meantime. So if Donda does drop next week, we're going to have to suspend our start of My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, but more Kanye content for all y'all, you know? Uh, and episodes are starting to come to YouTube, so multiple... Uh, mediums are available we also are available the podcast on itunes 
Spotify, Tidal, wherever you listen to podcasts. So highly, highly recommended. <laughs> you know, of course. So until next time, stay wavy and keep it loopy. Cheers. Cheers.